Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Friday, January 29th. Today on the show, we've got a fun weekend of sports. You got a big basketball game in the Big 12 SEC Challenge for the Vols and the Jayhawks. You got a huge two game set for the Nashville Predators against Tampa Bay. Of course, the big story in football is going to be keeping an eye on Deshaun Watson with the Houston Texans. But we begin with a reminder of what the actual main event is going to be on Saturday evening. The 440 is built every single morning for you by the Kingston Group. If you are trying to find your next head football coach or trying to stop Chicago's power play, alignment is critical. It's also pretty damn important when building a home or deciding to undergo a major remodel. This simple concept of alignment is what has made the Kingston Group successful for over a decade in Nashville. The Kingston Group is about taking time to work through every step of the process on the front end so that your vision for your home is aligned with the work that is going to be delivered. They are one of the few firms in the city that does the design work in-house for this exact reason, so that there are no disconnects, no miscommunications, no misunderstandings, no missed deadlines. The Kingston Group, an award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm. Go look at their work, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. I may remind you more than one time on the show today that Caleb Plant, Ashland City, Middle Tennessee native and super middleweight IBF champion of the world, is boxing on Saturday night to defend his title for the third time, which, of course, should he win, he would stay undefeated, go to 21-0, and could set up a massive unifying bout against Canelo Alvarez later this summer. This is one of your own, folks. If you like boxing or used to like boxing and don't like it anymore, Caleb Plant is the guy to bring you back to the sport. Please, 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 I beg of you, if you do anything this weekend, check out Caleb Plant's fight on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Central Time is when his card starts on Fox National TV. Go read up about this young man. He is an extraordinary athlete. He is an extraordinary talent, and he is representing Nashville, Tennessee in a world championship boxing match. This is your time to get back into the sport. I beg of you. I plead with you to watch Sweet Hands Plant on Saturday night, 7 p.m. on Fox. Champion of the world, folks. Please, please check it out. So this is the first weekend without football in months. Womp womp. And the Vols aren't trying to hire a football coach anymore. So while there is plenty of other good stuff to watch, Caleb Plant's championship boxing match, for example, a huge game for the Vols against Kansas in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, and a critical test for the Predators down in Tampa, the biggest football story to track is the Deshaun Watson saga down in Houston. And obviously, if the Titans hire any coaches, of course, we will have complete analysis next week for you. It was reported, and I guess made official on Thursday by ESPN's Adam Schefter, that Deshaun Watson has requested a trade. That has long been the rumored stance of the Texans' star quarterback. We've talked about it on the show before. He's very unhappy, not only with how upper management has handled some major decisions, but also feels intentionally misled by some people in charge, namely executive Jack Easterby, who seems to be largely the root of all of the issues in the Texans' front office. Quick refresher course, no NFL players cannot normally demand trades because very few contracts are guaranteed and very few players have no trade clauses. But Deshaun Watson does, and his leverage is that he doesn't care about the money. Frankly, sitting out games a la Carson Palmer might actually extend his career, even if it costs him some money in the short term. After his four-year $156 million extension in September, Watson is under contract through 2028. He will turn 26 
coming up this September. So this contract is theoretically going to be the best football of his career. Some guy named David Culley was named the head coach for the Texans, and I assume this dude knew that Watson wasn't going to be in town. I'm only kind of kidding about Culley, obviously. I just feel bad for him. He coached Josh Allen in Buffalo during his rookie season and was the quarterback's coach and passing game coordinator for Lamar Jackson the last two seasons. And now he takes his shot as a head coach knowing Watson is leaving. Just feel bad for the guy. With rumors of Matthew Stafford heading west, maybe to San Francisco, Phillip Rivers retiring, and Watson likely getting traded out of the division, the Titans' path back to the top of the AFC South has gotten a little bit clearer. And if you package acquiring their Pro Bowl quarterback for basically nothing two years ago, and the best peer passer of our generation, Andrew Luck, retiring from football at 29 years old, the Titans have been arguably the luckiest damn football team in the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. Just two years ago, Ryan Tannehill was a broken Miami Dolphin, Luck was in the prime of his career for the Colts, and Watson was just beginning to take the NFL by storm as a 23-year-old national champion from Clemson. Now the Titans have the best quarterback in the division and are the defending champs. It's actually a remarkable turn of events. Of course, disregard everything I just said if Watson ends up with the Colts somehow, although that does seem like a long shot. Your updated odds as of Thursday for Watson... The New York Jets are plus 200, the Miami Dolphins are plus 400, the Saints and the 49ers are plus 800, and the Panthers and Patriots are plus 900. Then it goes Broncos, Rams, Colts in order. I guess if Bill Belichick landed Deshaun Watson, that would be equally as painful. So let's all root together for him to go to the Panthers, I guess. The Nashville Predators spent Thursday sitting in first place in the Central Division and will enter the weekend and a huge series against the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning, riding a two-game winning streak after scoring four huge points in two games against Chicago. Both wins did take overtime, and Wednesday's win took a shootout, but four points is four points, and first place is first place, even if we're just a few weeks into the season and the Preds have a negative goal differential. This weekend is a huge barometer for the new layout of the Predators roster. Nashville traditionally has fared very well against Tampa. They have a 16-8-2 record all-time against the twin expansion franchise that stole Vincent LeCavalier from Nashville back in the 90s. People don't forget. Anyway, I digress. The Preds have been so good against Tampa, in fact, that you have to go all the way back to the Barry Trotz era and December 19th, 2013 to find the last time Nashville didn't get at least one point against the Lightning. They are 10-0-3 in their last 13 meetings. Normally, of course, Nashville would see Tampa only twice in any given year, but we will see the Bolts eight times this season, with the first two set up this Saturday night at 6 p.m. and then again on Monday night at 6 p.m. as well, both, of course, in Tampa. The two wins over Chicago have built some confidence, and hey, the Preds have killed off five straight penalties. The power play is still atrocious, however, sitting at 2-for-28 on the year, but both Pecorine and UC Soros played well against Chicago, Roman Yossi did some special captain stuff, and the team spent Thursday atop the division in first place. But if it wants a real test, a true look at what playoff competition is going to be like in 2021 in the Central Division, this is it. A two-game road trip to Tampa Bay is the real deal. Two points or more would be considered a huge success for the first leg of their trip south to the Sunshine State. The second half of the road trip will feature two games against the Panthers late next week. And not getting embarrassed is mandatory. You know, like their last road trip to Dallas. Because you can steal points in overtime against Chicago all season long if you want to. But if you cannot hang with Tampa or Dallas, you've got no chance in the postseason. Obviously, the main event this weekend is Caleb Plant fighting. Have I mentioned the IBF Super Middleweight Championship of the World yet this morning? 
But the undercard is just as good. The Vols will take the floor against a top 20 Kansas team on Saturday in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. The Vols got Jaden Springer back in Tuesday's win against Mississippi State, and he helped end the two-game losing streak. However, this team will have to figure out their offensive issues if they want to beat the Jayhawks in Thompson Bowling Arena on Saturday. Tip-off, of course, at 4 p.m. Central Time. This Tennessee team is Final Four good, but needs some of the young pieces to learn how to take over in late-game situations, like Keon Johnson did against the Bulldogs on Tuesday, for example. This is a tournament-style game in the final weekend of January. It needs to be viewed as an opportunity to learn about a bunch of very talented but very inexperienced pieces that will be the main characters in the big dance coming in March. The win or the loss isn't as important as how they play. No more sloppy turnovers on offense. No more bad rebounding on both sides of the ball. No more jump shooting contests. Get back to Rick Barnes' UT basketball. And if you lose a close game, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. But if you lose playing bad basketball, then this stretch of games is going to start looking a lot more just like the reality of this team rather than a few bad games by a team still learning to play together. Either way, Tennessee-Kansas should be a lot of fun on Saturday. Additionally, Kentucky is 5-10 and and hosting number 5 Texas this weekend. That's all. The Full 40 is built every single morning by the Kingston Group, a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm. The Kingston Group knows that there can be a lot of apprehension when it comes to picking out someone to help, I don't know, build a house or work on a major remodel for your home. But with the Kingston Group, there will be a thorough process to make sure that they're the right fit for you and that you're the right fit for them. It's all about alignment with the Kingston Group. Budget alignment, scheduling alignment, communication alignment, and it's what allows them to deliver a high-quality product on budget and exactly when they say they're going to do it. So check them out. BuildKG.com is the website. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. BuildKG.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler. William Tyler.